Today I'm with Ofer Shisov, who is Veronis' cybersecurity director. What does that title mean? Essentially, Ofer is here to make sure that our products help customers get the best security possible for their systems. Ofer has had a long career in data security, and I might add is a graduate of Israel's amazing Technion University. Welcome, Ofer. Thank you. So I, I'd like to start off by asking, asking you how have attackers and their technique and their techniques changed since you started in cybersecurity? Well, it does give away the fact that I've been here for a while. And and the question is also an age-old question, and, and our people will say that it's an ever-evolving thread, and some would say just the same time and time again. My own opinion is that it's a mixed bag. Techies would usually say that it's a, a all over the same as usual, because the actual attack vectors, the technical attack vectors tend to be rather the same. So Bavar overflows have been with us for probably 40 years and SQL injections for the last 20. Right. Nevertheless, everything around the technical attack vectors does change. And I think that the sophistication and the resources that the dark side is investing, it always amazes me how much it's always increasing. When Stuxnet appeared a few years back, targeted, you know, nuclear reactors in Iran, I thought it was just, you know, game changer. Things would never be the same. Uh, But today it seems to be that every political campaign tends to utilize the same techniques. So it's, it's amazing how much the bad guys are investing into those hacks and that changes things. Okay. Um, do you have any thoughts on on the dark web and and now this new trend of actually buying productized malware? Is it, do you think that is changing things? At first, it does change things. To take it into generalize a bit, I think that the the economy behind hacking has evolved a lot. Uh, it, it's way more of a business, uh, and the dark web today is not um, dark alley anymore. It's more like a, a business arena. Right. And uh, if, if, you, if you think about it, um, ransomware, which is a business model to, to make money out of malware, is using the same technical techniques as malware always did, but today's dark web, um, the whole economical infrastructure around Bitcoin enables it to be a real business, which right. is where it becomes riskier and more Frightening to an extent. Right, right. Okay. Well, one thing that you know at Veronis we have obviously been focusing on is that attackers have had no problem or less problems than in the past in getting inside, and that's basically through phishing and some other techniques. So, do you think that IT departments have adapted to this new kind of threat environment where the attacker is is more is better able to sort of get in, you know? in through the perimeter, or they have not made it, these kinds of adaptions? So I must say, so I meet a lot of people working in IT security, and there are some smart guys out there. So they know what it is about. Uh, we are not blind as an industry to the, to the new risks. That said, the hackers are successful, which implies that we are missing something. Based on results, we lose. The question why this sort of misalignment between capabilities and results is the millions of dollar question. Mm-hmm. My answer, it's a personal one, is I think that we don't invest enough 
personally. I mean, it's a nine to five sort of job to be in IT security. Right. It has to be a lot more like policing, like right. physical security. Uh, we need to be into it. I coined a term for that. We need to be to do continuous security. Right. As you think the army or military or police would do. Right. And so, yeah, and yeah. I think you, yeah, so we spoke a little bit before this and you had talked about, I guess, uh, security operation centers or SOCs. So you, is that something you think that should be more a part of the security environment? Yeah, I mentioned continuous security, but it's just a term and it might be worth sort of thinking about what it actually implies for an organization. So SOCs is, have been around for a while, security operations centers, but they tend to, well, not take it all the way. Right. I think that we need to have people sitting there really 24 by 7, even in smaller organizations, because it's becoming, you know, you have a guard at the door, even in smaller organizations. Right. So you need someone in the SOC all the time. Right. And they don't need just to react. They need to be proactive. So they need to to hunt, to look for right. uh, the bad guys, to do rounds around the building, if you think about it right. in physical terms. And, and if we will do that, if people will invest more time, more thinking, more of their, you know, will into that. Uh, they also feed back into the uh, technical means, which are our primary security tool today. So, Ofer, we often see a disconnect between the executive suite and people doing data security on the ground. Maybe that's disappearing with all the breaches in the last few years. I'm not sure. If there are one or two things you could tell the C-level about corporate data security, what would they be? So... I did mention one, which is how much we invest. I think there's underinvestment and investment at the end of the day is at the hands of the executives. The other thing is rather contradictory, maybe, but it's important, and that's the fact that there's no total security. So expecting the only system which is entirely secure is a system which is has no users and doesn't operate. Yeah. So it's all about risk management. If it's about risk management, it implies that we have to make choices. And it also implies that we will be hacked. And if we will be hacked, uh, we need to make sure it's less important systems. And we also have to make sure that we have the right plans for the day after. What will we do when we are hacked? Right. So things like separating systems better are important. Defining what are the business critical systems, those that your uh, stock would drop if you are mm -hmm. hacked, and those that are peripheral and right. important but less. Yeah. So we've often talked about privacy by design on uh, on the uh, iOS blog, but the, the term, as as you um, told me, is actually is, is older. It's it's really, I mean that that phraseology is a that phrase is older. It really comes out of security by design, which is a, more of a, a programming term, and and that really means that developers should consider security as they're developing, as they're actually making the app. So I was wondering if um, if this approach of security by design, where we're actually doing the security from the start, will really lessen the, the likelihood of breaches in the coming years, or will we need more, more incentives to get these applications to be more secure? So, so we are moving from operational security, which is after systems are put in place and they need to be protected into designing designing their security upfront before we start deploying them. So it's, it's the other part. I spent many years in application security, uh, which is right around that. And I think that 
the concept of baking in security into the development process makes sense to everyone. It saves on later on because you don't have to fix things when they're found, and it also has the benefit of making systems more secure. That said, it's not a new concept. I mentioned the security by design is a term that exists for a decade and a half. It doesn't happen enough. And the question is why? Why is security by design not happening as much as we would like it to be and how to make it better? And I think that the key to that is that developers are not measured by security. They're measured by how much they output in terms of functionality. Quality is important, but it, it, it's yes. measured in terms of failures rather than security breaches. And security is someone else's problem. So it's not the developer problem right. or the development manager problem. Right. As long as we don't change that, as long as they don't think of security as an important goal of the development process, it would be a leftover, something done as an afterthought. Right.